Come on, clap those hands. If sincerely you know God is alive, clap those hands. Give God praise, give him praise. The psalmist says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. If you're in this house this morning and you have life in you, you have strength in you, you have hope, you know you have an assured future. Give God a shout of praise. Lift up your hands to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Lift up your hands to him and just offer the fruit of your lips this morning to him. Great are you, Lord. You are greatly to be praised. Greatly to be praised. Father, you reign. Great are you, Lord. You are greatly to be praised. Greatly to be praised. Come on, lift up your voice. Say, Great are you, Lord. You're greatly to be praised. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Lift it to him. Great me to be praised. You are great to be praised. the glory must be to 
Say it out loud. What no man can do.
Come on, someone. Say to your father this morning. Say what no, 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 what no. needs to go crazy for God this morning. Say what no man, not my father, not my mother, not my brother, not my sister. You have to say what no For me. You have done for me what no man can do. You have done for me what no man can do. You have done for me. Somebody clap those hands to the glory of God. Well, if you can't clap to the glory of God, Clap to the fact that the person standing beside you is alive and well. Somebody give God a shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We shall not bury anyone. It's not part of the agenda. It's not part of the covenant. He says, with long life, I will satisfy you. When she called me, I think she sent me a message about two weeks ago. I said, don't worry, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. As many that ply the road, as long as you are under this commission, the grace of God upon the life of our Father in the Lord that has kept him for the last 74 years plus, that same grace keep you in the name of Jesus. That amen is suffering. It can be louder. The sun shall not smite thee by day. Nor the moon by night. You are under a divine covenant protection. No evil shall come near you. In the name of the Father. In the name of the Son. And in the name of the Holy Spirit of God. If you did borrow hands and you are convinced that those hands are yours. Clap them to the glory of God. Yay! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning, I'm going to be teaching on the spirit of dominion. You must understand that you are created to dominate. Look at the person standing beside you. Say, I'm not a weak link. Come on now. Come on. Look at that person. Eyeball to eyeball. Say, neighbor. Don't look at me small because I am here to dominate. And in the kingdom of God, overtaking is allowed. So don't be surprised if I overtake you. We shall stand for the reading of God's word, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Have this understanding because 2022 must answer to you whether it likes it or not it must answer 
It will not miss your call. In the name of Jesus. Let's read together verse 26. Want to go. Verse 27. Verse 28. Say, neighbor. Look at me well. Oh. I have an image. Say, neighbor. Look at me well. I have an image. And that image is the image of domination. One, two more scriptures and then we'll sit down. Psalms chapter 115, 115, verse 16. Let's have it up quickly. Let's read it. Want to go. Psalms chapter 8, verse 1, we'll be reading through 6. Psalms 8, verse 1. Let's go. One to go. Verse 2. Verse 3. Verse 4. Verse 5. Verse 6. Thou hast done what? What did God do for you? Where is poverty? Sickness. Depression. Unforgiveness. Death. How much power do you have? Uh, just a few people. Some people are thinking of this. They say, ha, poverty. Hey, he, he has put it what? You know, if something is under your feet, you have total control over it. I'll ask you again. Where is poverty? Depression. Suffering. Unforgiveness. Sickness. Pain. Where? Now, how much power do you have? Lift your hands to heaven. Ask God to speak to you this morning. Speak to our hearts this morning, oh God. Give us a clear understanding to your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Please be seated as kings and queens. Hallelujah. 
What is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and had crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thine hand. Thou hast put all things under his feet. Child of God, have this understanding you are in complete control. The reason why your flight cannot crash is because you are in complete Second Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13 says, We having the same spirit of faith according as it is written. I believe and therefore I have spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. For you to have complete and total dominion or domination, child of God, you must be ready to apply the power of your mouth. Many a times we have control, but we are not able to speak control. The scripture we read, Genesis chapter 126, it says, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Let them have what? Dominion. That means that the dominion mandate is our universal right as a regenerated man. As long as you have Christ in your life, you have dominion. Someone put your hand on your chest and say, I have dominion. The image of God is the divine nature of God. It's the divine character of God. While the likeness of God is his divine functionality or the wisdom of God. If you want to write that down, write it quickly. The image of God is the divine nature of God. While the likeness of God is the divine functionality or the wisdom of God. So in Genesis chapter 126, when he says, And God said, Let us make man in our own image after our likeness. He simply said, let us make man after our character and give him our wisdom. So guess what, child of God? Nobody can ever call you a basket brain or basket head. You know why? Because God has no basket in his head. Everything we see today, the power of creativity came from him. And I am made in his divine character and with his wisdom. So someone said to you, you are foolish. I'm sorry. I am made in the character of God and after his wisdom. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? However, it's important to note this, that dominion is a spirit. Can you see dominion? But you can feel it. Dominion is what? A spirit. And it is called the spirit of faith. Why is it called the spirit of faith? Because faith gives you the power to exercise. Hebrews explains that faith is the substance of things what? Hope for the evidence of things not seen. I don't see it, but I believe it. I don't see it, but I exercise it. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? I'm sick in my body, but I exercise healing because faith has given me the right to do so. 
And so what faith does, it puts your world in your hands and gives you the ability to determine your own fate. So it is faith for faith. F-A-I-T-H for F-A-T-E. Somebody understanding me? And so you can determine by faith the things that happen around you. Someone here, you are tired of the way things are going on around you. Your family is not working. Your job is not working. Your business is not working. Exercise faith to change your fate. The centurion will come to Jesus and say, my servant is sick. He needed that servant to be healed because that servant was important to him. What did he do? He exercised his faith so that his faith can change. The woman with the issue of blood exercised her what? So that her faith can change. Blind Bartimaeus exercised his so that his faith can change. Your faith is subject to your faith. For by faith, it is without faith, it is impossible to please God. So that means with faith, you please God. And when you please God, even your enemies are at peace with you. Somebody hearing what I'm saying. And so the spirit of faith enables us as believers to do exploits and as well as exercise dominion on the earth. So someone asked me, how do we activate this faith? The spirit of dominion is activated by fellowshipping with God. If you don't take time to fellowship with God, there is no way you will grow. There is no way you will learn to trust and understand. Somebody hear what I'm saying? How many of us here, we like microwave food? We eat microwave food. Heat it up, heat it up, sharp, sharp. Quick food, fast food. God is not a fast food God. He prepares a table, cooks well, and serves you to eat. And so when you come into the place of fellowship, you expose yourself to kononia, relationship with God. You open up yourself, and he's ready to open up too. Then he begins to reveal himself to you. Then he begins to speak to you. The Bible says when Jesus was baptized, immediately he came out from the water, a dove-like image appeared and a voice came up from heaven and said what this is my what in whom I am well pleased this happened after he had just spent time with God many of us we don't want to spend time but we want God to spend time with us we're not willing to fellowship what the spirit of dominion does, the spirit of faith does, is that it creates an environment where the faith of God is imputed into our spirit because we don't have faith on our own. We exercise that which we receive. Mark chapter 11 verse 22 says, And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. It is imputed unto us by the grace of God. Secondly, understand this, that the spirit of faith is activated by revelation knowledge. Because faith cometh by what? Hearing and what? By the word of God. It comes by what? One. And what? How many is that? 
So you must come to the place where you hear and you hear again. Is somebody hearing me? Now your physical ear will hear, but your spiritual ear will hear again and God said. That you don't hear with your physical ear. When you hear with your spiritual ear, God speaks directly to your spirit. Somebody hearing what I'm saying? And so in Romans chapter 10 verse 17, the Bible says, and so faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you can come to church today, beautiful word, we're excited, we're going to worship and give God praise because we know 2022 will answer to us. Somebody say amen, amen. But when you are out of this place and you are faced with challenges face to face, what comes to your mind is the hearing that you have heard. Somebody hearing what I'm saying? And so, God will tell Moses in Exodus, Exodus chapter 7 verse 1, he told Moses, he said, see, perceive, understand that I have made you a God to Pharaoh. Moses, is your name Moses? Moses, if you don't know who you are, you don't know the authority you possess, Pharaoh will always be a lord to you. By virtue of tradition, Moses should be what? A slave. Come on, somebody talk to me. Because the Israelites were what? Slaves. So by nationality and association, he should be what? A slave. But when he had an encounter with God, God said, look, I don't create no slaves. Uh, somebody needs to capture that this morning. I don't create no slaves. So what I did was to take you out of the slave environment to create an enabling environment where I can speak with you one-on-one, -on -one, change your mindset because slavery is of the mind. Uh, th that was why when even when they got out of Egypt and they saw a little challenge, a little hunger, they said, oh Moses, you have brought us here to kill us. In Egypt, we had cucumber and garlic to eat. Oh my God, how does cucumber and garlic even make sense in your mouth? But slavery will make you think that's the best meal. Meanwhile, God says there's a land flowing with milk and honey that I want to give you. I, I think milk and honey combination feels better than cucumber and garlic. Uh, some of us will be remembering the cucumber and garlic. Meanwhile, we're supposed to be licking the honey and the milk. Uh, we're struggling for the past. Meanwhile, God says, I know, I know that you have a desirable end, a beautiful future, a hope. But we're struggling for the past, the lost glory, the back in the days. And so God will have to take Moses out of them, change his mindset and say, hey, see, hear now. If you've not been hearing it before, hear now. Look at your neighbor, say, neighbor, hear now. He said, I have made you a God to Pharaoh. That means I know Pharaoh is a king, but there is a God and a king. Uh, Pharaoh can feel good all he wants with his kingship, but you are not a king. Kings are mortal men. Gods are immortal men. Little wonder when Moses died, God refused to allow his body be buried because he had already said to him you are a god ah, 
gods cannot be buried. And he will say in the New Testament, ye are gods. That is why he has imputed into you the immortality of Christ. If that same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells within you, it does what? It changes you from being a mortal man to an immortal. That's why the Bible says that you are in this world, but you are not of this world. Uh, we are going there, we are going there. I want to show you three things. Number one, the revelation of Christ Jesus. The more you know Jesus, the more you discover your identity and your identity in him. And, and so the scripture says in Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, Daniel eleven thirty-two. put it up quickly. Daniel eleven thirty-two. I want us to see it together. It says that they that know their God shall be strong. Put the King James Version. They that know their God shall be strong and they shall do what? Oh, you're, you're slipping on me. They shall do what? That means if people do 10, because you know your God, you should do 100. Oh, come on now. If people are doing 100, because you know your God and the ability of your God, it's not just you knowing your God, but understanding his ability. So if people are struggling to do 100, you are doing a 1,000 with ease. Are you understand? So do you understand now why I say 2022 must answer to you? Why? Because you know? Come on now. You know what? The Bible says that my people perish because of what? lack of knowledge. The reason why many of you have bought TVs over and over again is because you care less for the manual. And that's why Jesus will say, seek ye first, read the manual, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. It's all in the manual and every other thing shall be added unto you. But many a times we are seeking first every other thing And so, you have money, but you are treating sickness. You have a car, beautiful. You've been praying for this car. But it's always going to the workshop. You say, this car not going to kill me. Honestly speaking, by the grace of God, the car will not kill you. Uh, somebody understand what I'm saying? Uh, so, so, if you chase after the material things, you have lost the main thing. And so, you have to keep going over and over and over again. That is why it's called a ritual because it is not original. So if you start it, you have to go over and over and over. But there is one that says, there's something I want to give you. It's called the blessing that makes it rich and adds no sorrow with it. I'm not giving you what you need to renew over and over again. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing shall be added unto you. God came to Solomon after he gave an offering and God said, young man, what do you want? He could have asked for money, but he would have been a rich, a rich, foolish king. So everybody has the right to call him money niece. Oh, why are you guys acting all posh on me? I know you guys be local like that. That's why you can call him what? Exactly. He's rich, but he's foolish. He's not wise. So he will say, God, give me wisdom uh, 
to rule your people. I'm not even asking for wisdom to make money. I'm just asking for wisdom to rule your people. And God gave him wisdom. And immediately he got that gift. The first test came. And he was able to solve it amicably, beautifully. He didn't tell them, you will pay me if I... Because he knew he had something. But he was not willing to mortgage it for money. For material things. So he wouldn't say, you will pay me... Say, well, look, for I will prophesy. But you have to lay something at the apostles' feet. Let me tell you something. The grace of God is upon my life. When I see you, I prophesy. Do you know me? Do I know you? Have you seen me before? No, he wouldn't do that. He'll just be wise. Because that was his natural state. Be wise. Ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I, I, just a quick one and, and I'll go back. God says, be fruitful and multiply. I don't know who that word is for, but be fruitful and multiply. It's your natural state. Be fruitful and multiply. I don't know who that word is for. I don't know who that word is for. I'll take it back now. Let's go back. So back to the wisdom guy. He was not asking for money. But there was a queen called the queen of Sheba that heard what he did. And said, I need to see this guy and study his wisdom. But you understand, you dare not come see the king empty-handed. Is it taboo? So she came with gold, silver, beautiful oils. That means that God gave him what he asked for and what he didn't ask for. Are you ready for this? In this year, 2022, God is said to bless you for what you asked for and what you didn't even talk about. Oh, that amen can be better. Woo, God is more than ready to do. Exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. If you know him, then you can do exploits. Number two. The revelation of the new creation realities. Somebody say new creation. Now what this refers to or what this explains is our right standing and our position in Christ Jesus. The new living translation, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5 and 6. The new living translation, it says, But God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead, because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. And he goes for that to say, it's not only by God's grace. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. So if you think it's because of your good works, oh, you are nice, oh, you are cool, oh, you have the best words, you lie. You are saved only by the grace of God. So just in case you're here and, and, and the pride of life begins to set into your head, you are able to pray for six hours now. <laughs> How long can you pray? How long? How long can you pray? Four hours? You're in now. How much for someone who's just growing in faith? You look at this. How long can you pray? How, how long can you pray? How long? One hour? You know, I pray for you that the grace of God we apply unto you. You know, there, there are some of us, we, we stay in fellowship for six hours. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Uh, are you hearing what I'm saying? Uh, you know, this thing, you have to have a deep understanding. You have to come into a realm. It's not that deep. 
So for some of you that are looking for deep things, Jesus ain't that deep. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish. But what? what's deep about that? Why have we translated to Greek and all those? You know, you have to... Ah, mm. You need to come into the realm of deeper understanding. All I just need to do is believe. I don't know if someone got that. All I just need to do is what? Believe. He has raised me up by the grace of Christ. So guess what? I am not even saved because I said, Lord, forgive me. I am saved because Christ said, save him. Even while we were yet sinners, Christ did what? He died for us. That is your new identity. That is your new identity. So when the enemy comes, the accuser of the brethren, he wants to try to accuse you. There is no past for God to refer to. He said, oh, pastor, you know, I feel tormented in my spirit. Because everything I'm going through now, I just feel it because of the things that happened in my past. The problem for my father's house. Hold it right there. If any man be in Christ, he's what? A what? A what? A new creature. All things have what? There is no reference. You will only have a reference when there is something to check to confirm the reference. That's why when the devil keeps accusing you, when God tries to check, all he sees is Christ. He says, look, I don't see anything about, about him. I don't see anything about Excel. I don't see anything about Royal. I don't see anything. I don't see anything. There's nothing. You're accusing him on the basis of nothing. So guess what? God has recreated you. The devil cannot curse you. Oh, I thought someone would say a big amen. amen. The Amplified Version, John chapter 3 verse 31 says, He who comes from above heaven is far above all others. He who comes from the earth belongs to the earth and talks the language of the earth. His words are from an earthly standpoint. He who comes from the heaven is far above all. That's why it makes so much sense that when the rest of the world is shouting, there is a casting down. We are not from here. That is why we say, uh, when they say there is so much plague and pestilence in the land, we say we are healed by the power of his name. Is somebody understanding me? Why? Because this is our identity. This is who we are. This is who we are. You're from heaven. Once you believe that Christ Jesus died for you. And so you are superior to all creatures. You are in this world. But you are not of this world. So guess what? An heavenly being is not permitted to talk like an earthly being. So when earthly beings are saying, Hey, I don't die you everywhere. Christ. How do they say that thing? I'm suffering, thank you. Uh, we say we are lifted. But in actuality, the account is empty. But with confidence, because we are earthly beings, we have an understanding that he supplies all our needs according to his riches in glory. So even when we have nothing, we say we are blessed by the power of God. 
We are favored by the power of God. We speak as heavenly beings. That's why people will never understand. Emma, they will never understand. When you say, they look at you, they say, yeah, how far are you? What did it happen? Hey, I'm walking in power. My life is working miracles. I'm living a life of favor. That's why God said, you are not a borrower, you are the lender. It's about time we start fulfilling scriptures. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. Just for a minute, check your bank account and check God's account. Because his account is so large, a bank can't hold it. So he just checks. Uh, Gabe, Michael, just check one side of the heavens. Get me some blessings. Send it to Rosebud. Credit her account. Credit her account. Uh, check. Oh, she needs healing. Uh, check the east side corner, bottom left. You'll find some healing there. Just pick some. Send it to her. God's account is so huge, no bank can handle it. That's why he doesn't have a bank. He said, I will supply. From where? Don't worry. Uh, you're not getting it. So, 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 understand this, that you are from Zion. Do I have fellow Zionites in the house this morning? Oh, come on now. Do I have fellow Zionites in the house this morning? So, so when everybody is saying that there is poverty in the land, I am a bona fide citizen of Zion, so therefore, I am not subject to the devil. I am not subject to poverty. I'm not subject to diseases. I'm not subject to sickness. I'm not subject to curses because the life that I live now is not mine. I live Christ. Therefore, I can't have crisis. Somebody hearing what I'm saying? First Peter. Quickly. First Peter chapter 2 verse 9. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9. It says what? Wait, give me the King James Version. This Amplified, we're making things look too easy. Okay, let's read it. Want to go? No, no, no. Don't, don't read it like you're angry with God. Read it like you're normal. Want to go? Uh-huh. 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 Hold it right there. You are a combination, as a human, you're a combination of genes from two two people. Your father and your what? And so the word generation is gotten from gene. A continuing gene. So, when I look at you, or I see your parents, I'll have an understanding of who you are. So, you see certain traits from mother or father in the life of a person. For instance, this young man here, he's tall. He's tall, right? If you are privileged to see his father, you will understand why he is tall. No explanations. Do you mind saying something? Yeah, I'm good evening. Now, now that is not even his fake voice. That's his real voice. Say something. I'll be sorry. That's his real voice. If you are privileged to meet his father, you will have a better 
understanding. You are a chosen generation. In the gene, that's where you find the DNA traits of either father or mother. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. By God's divine design, you are recreated. Having given up the life of sin and the life of death. So your gene is not of your father or your mother anymore, but of God. That is why God can look at you confidently and say, ye are God's. Because you carry my gene. I never and will never hear. They admitted God do. God don't die you. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You may bend, but he will never allow you break. We are pressured on every side. Faced with persecution. But in all these things, we find rest. Because our gene has been modified. Our gene has been modified. We now have the DNA of God. So you are a chosen race. A royal priesthood. A consecrated nation. A special people. Chosen for God's possession. Somebody say, I am God's own. Ooh. Remember he said, you are the apple of what? Huh? Where is the eye? Where are you? So if anyone must come to you to attack you, they must first attack Christ, attack God, then attack you. Somebody tell me, how possible is that? Uh, I'm looking for the person who will come and stand boldly and say, you know, I killed God. You can't kill what you can't see. And so for you to first be able to kill him, you must come to his level. I didn't say he must come to your level. No. <laughs> and so he says that you are seated far above principalities and powers in heavenly places above the rulers of darkness of this world. So that means for anything or any mortal, I don't know if there are mortals here, but I, I believe I'm speaking to immortals. Because uh, deep collect unto deep. Spirit recognize spirit. Uh, so for any mortal to confidently say he has harmed you with confidence, he has to come to your level. But have this understanding. For them to come to your level, they must first be like God. That's why the scripture that says no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. It will be fashioned, but before they get to my level, they have to go through a transformation. I'm not scared of the witch doctor. Because if he plans to hurt me, the harder he tries, the more he sees himself hearing God, the more he wants to repent. So by the time he gets to my level, it is now a case of deep collect unto deep. Does somebody understand what I'm saying? Don't be scared. Have revelation knowledge of who you are in Christ. I am regenerated. I live Christ. 
No wonder the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 37 that we are more than what? We are more than what? Now, these mortals, they conquer. But for them to come to our level, they must be more. We can't step down. I wish someone heard what I said. We cannot downgrade. We cannot downgrade. It's Anybody here, you, you are sorry, I, I will buy it for you today. You want it, 3310. You want it. Like, see, I'm craving. But you want 13 Pro Max. Why? Because it's recent, it's current. I can't downgrade. So if you are fighting with a witch doctor, you are downgrading yourself. If you are trying to prove point, he say you, you, I will show you today. You will not. No, 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 no. Gods don't need to show. Somebody understand what I'm saying? We don't need to show. We don't need to prove. God did not need to come down to prove to Pharaoh that he is God. When Pharaoh asked who is he, he said, I am that I am. He said, who is this I am that I am? He began to see things. He said, ah, all these things, we can't do it. God said, okay. I know you can do those ones, but I will do one that you cannot do because I'm the creator of life and death. And when God passed, only Pharaoh woke up and said, come and go. Child of God, listen to me. Don't make the mistake of downgrading yourself. You don't see kings fighting on the streets. You see a king say, come, come. You? You? Come, come. Come. You? I will show you. Do you know? I'm a king, bro. I'm a king. He has first proven to you that he's a useless king. No level. No level. The people that have power don't say, look, I will show you I have power. The people that, that say that, they are weak. So they want to say to gather crowd so that they say, oh boy, calm down, calm down. We don't say you get power, calm down. The people that have power, they are quiet. One blow, seven die. If somebody understand what I'm saying? Tell your neighbor, keep calm, keep calm. The spirit of dominion. Number three, you must have the understanding, the revelation knowledge of the authority of a believer. As a Christian, as a believer, you possess the power of attorney, the right to fully represent God on the earth. The Bible says in Revelation that we have been made kings and priests unto our God. We possess dual offices, the office of kingship on the earth and the priestly office to God. And so Christ had this authority and he revealed it to John the beloved in Revelation chapter 1 verse 17. He said, John speaking, he said, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead and now, look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys to death and hell. And that same one that says, I have the keys to death and hell says, you are my brother. What are you panicking for? What are you panicking for? When Jesus was with his disciples in Luke chapter 10, verse 17 through 19, his disciples, they began to testify that everywhere we went, the demons were subject to us. 
And in verse 18, he will say, yes. He told them, I saw Satan fall like lightning. If you understand your authority in Christ Jesus, even the devil has no right to stand before you. Because he has no power. The devil only leverages on the power that you give him. And he said in verse 19, look, I have given you authority over all the powers of the enemy. And nothing, nothing, somebody declare this, say nothing. I have power over the enemy. And nothing shall by enemies hurt me. Come on, say it like you mean it. Nothing shall by enemies hurt me. When Moses sent out the spies, he said, go and check. He sent out 12 people, 10 came back, they said, oh God, truly, that land is flowing with milk and honey. It's real. It's real. Um, but there's a challenge. The, the problem is that we are like grasshoppers before them. Everything is in order, but we are like, but there were two men, Joshua and Caleb, that said, sir, with all due respect, we wish to defer from their line of thought. The land is flowing with milk and honey, and as though they look as giants, we have a God who is bigger than the giants. For once in your life, stop equating yourself with the situation and look at who is behind you. I have power. I have power. Now fight. If you say, you know, I'm joking. I was they're going to follow you, play. For once, don't even consider yourself. Consider who you serve and whose you are. That's why David had confidence to so look, look Goliath in the eye. Do you know how big Goliath was? You say somebody is seven feet, he's right as I am tall. He was seven feet is short to Goliath. I mean, anybody here, you are seven feet. Nobody. All of you, five nine, four one nine. Sorry, um, four eleven, four something, there about. But this guy will look at the giant in the eye and say, Today I will cut off your head. Ah! Which mind? Which liver? Who give you mind? The spirit of the Lord in me. The spirit of the Lord in me. The spirit of the Lord in me is speaking through me. Walking for me. That's why Jesus would say, the words that I speak, they are what? Spirit and they are life. Stand on your feet. Today, I declare the spirit of dominion Rest upon your head in the name of Jesus. The spirit of dominion, the spirit of power, the spirit of strength, the spirit of grace. Rest upon you today in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands to heaven. I want you to declare with your mouth. Say, Lord, let the spirit of might come upon me. Listen to me. You have been cowed down too long. Situations have made you bend. You can't even lift up your head. Today I declare over you. Receive grace for domination in the name of Jesus. Receive grace for domination in the name of Jesus. 
Lift up your hands to heaven. Say, in the name of Jesus, I decree with my mouth. I decree with my mouth. Today, oh God, the spirit of dominion, the spirit of might, the spirit of strength come upon me. Speak through me. Walk through me. Open your mouth, clap your hands, turn it to prayer. Turn it to prayer. Turn it to prayer. The regenerated man is about to spring forth. Come on, come on, come on. 